You're tuning, You're tuning in. in. TBD. 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 Into TBD. TBD. To be discussed. To be discussed. To be discussed. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. To be discussed podcast, and this is your host, May Wu. This is a podcast where we discuss things that we don't typically talk about, but we should. And this season, we are focused on all things love the nuances, the different perceptions, the progression, and how we give and receive love. So today, I have two very special guests here with me. Actually, it's two and a half, almost three guests. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'm going to let um, introduce themselves, uh, say who they are, where they're from, and just a little bit about themselves and whoever wants to start first. I can go first. Um, so my name is Alicia Gilden, formerly Alicia Rowley, um, <laughs> and I live in Denver, Colorado with my husband, Alex, <clears throat> currently, and have for the last four and a half years. Um, I actually went to college with May for actually like five years ago now, and we have the same wow. major. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so just a little bit about myself, I would say, is that I am in grad school. I also work full-time, personal train on the side, um, and we are expecting and also uh, um, a new wife. Ooh, <laughs> so many things. <laughs> yes, right? lots of good stuff. Um, but So a little bit about me. I'm definitely vibrant, outspoken um, individual. And I'll kind of leave it at that. So I'll let Alex go um, ahead. It looks like it's on me. My name is Alex Gilden. Um, I am born here, raised in Denver, Colorado, uh, where we currently live. Um, always been here, went to school in Nebraska though, um, for the four years. And then after college, I moved back, um, here to Denver, Colorado. So, um, like my wife said, Alicia, we are expecting our first child here in the next few months here in June coming up, um, a little boy. So we're, we're excited about that. Um, and a little bit about me, I'm more of a... <laughs> calmer, chill <laughs> kind of person. I'm not. Uh, I'm not typically too loud, but you know, I guess that you know balances out our relationship. She's the louder one. I'm the quieter one. So. <laughs> I love that, and definitely, we'll probably dive into so many different things that you have all said. <clears throat> so I'm super excited. Um, and so this whole uh, season, I guess, it sparked from realizing that. I realize that everyone has a different perception of love, different ideals and thoughts around love. And, and even like in most recent years, I've realized that different, different people have different love languages. And so it kind of made me think I could do a whole season talking about how people perceive love and how it's different for everyone. And, and kind of like the beauty of when two people with, such different experiences come together and, and form a union and decide to be together and uh, have a family and grow together. And so I'm really excited to have you too on the podcast to share kind of your experience, um, your thoughts on love. And I'm guessing it, you two are from different places. There's probably some similarities, some differences and how you two navigate that with each other. Um, so I'm curious, what were your two examples of, love growing up though kind of like the first examples that you can remember I would say my very first examples um would be my mom and my dad but on um individual levels if that makes sense like their love towards me um and then with my grandmother and then my aunt and uncle who I was very close with um, but I'd say it was very um, chaotic <laughs> um, how love looked um, in a lot of triggers that kind of came with it, a lot of pain that came with it. So that was really my first introduction to love. <clears throat> so I've had to really, really learn about what love truly means um, 
and I think definitely, like, Alex has a better view. He's very, very family-oriented, and, and I love my family, and we've grown so much, um, but I think that my first view of love was very, um, was pretty jaded, I'd say, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Were your parents together, or were they separated? So my parents were together, um, but they they were never married, um, and they had separated a couple times, like when I was in elementary school and middle school, and then like officially at the end of middle school. Um, and there was a lot of stuff that went on during those times, um, mm-hmm. but now they're like they're the best of friends. So it took a lot of work. That's <laughs> great. I'm glad they you know eventually kind of work things out do you think that affected your perceptions of love when you were younger oh yeah absolutely um especially being like a licensed therapist and you know into um you know thoughts feelings and emotions I think it definitely did and then first um, you know, being with Alex, that was the first man that I was truly with where I like really, really understand what like love and marriage and, and, um, you know, true meaning of family meant. So mm-hmm. I think that was, that was pretty hard for me. Um, cause honestly I was definitely, the love had always been in the idea of like selfish tendencies, I would say. Mm, and Alex, what was your first examples growing up? Did you have something similar yeah. or different from Alicia? Um, it was it was a little bit different, I would say. I mean, like I said, like you said, or you already mentioned, I, I have a pretty pretty big family, so I was exposed to a lot of a lot of love. I had a lot of I have a lot of uncles and aunts that are married and things like that. And along with my parents being married, just a little background on that: my parents were together. My entire life, I have an older brother as well. They were together, you know, our entire lives. And um, I think it was when I was seventeen, my parents split. Um, and that actually, that was that was tough. That was I'm not gonna lie, that was that was tougher um, on me just because my brother had already gone off to college. He wasn't really in the house, and it was just me and my parents. And mm-hmm. uh, when they went through their whole their whole divorce and split, it was. It was pretty tough on me, and, and I think um, me and my dad's relationship suffered a little bit um, for a little bit of time when they were going through that uh, for, for different reasons, but I think that's kind of how that, how that turned out. Yeah, and do you think that kind of changed your mind about love and marriage at all during that time? Um, I don't think it did, um, because I think I was old enough to the point where I had seen enough of um, love in my family and knew that it was, you know, what it meant and what it looked like and things like that. I think I was already had a mindset of like, oh, okay, like this is how things work. This is how it works. And I think even though my parents split, I don't think it really changed my perception on, on love or anything like that. Mm, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It seems like you already had a, a foundation. And then when that happened, you could use kind of what you've known before and what you've seen in the world to right. kind of counterbalance that. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, so I know everyone kind of has different boundaries and, and thoughts on respect. And so how do you two navigate when there's disagreement or when you're like, I think you're disrespecting me, but maybe the other person doesn't feel that way? How do you two kind of figure out those situations? <laughs> that I think uh, that is always a work in progress um, <laughs> for us. I think that um, we definitely have um, the same like morals and values, um, which definitely helps. Um, but I would say, um, <laughs> for me, I have a, sometimes I have a more like progressive approach um due to my upbringing and then just different scenarios in my life um and then I would say you know Alex has a little bit more old-fashioned approach (laughs) um and so there's like certain things that 
we really have to work on with our boundaries and understanding each other. I think that's like a, that's always a process. Also, I would say because, um, you know, we did, we met each other at the end of our college experiences. You know, Alex is two years older than me. So, um, like we did long distance for a year. And then I just, after we both graduated college, like we decided to move back to Denver. So it was like, do long distance for a year, then move back to Denver, a whole new setting, you know, um, a whole, you know, it was very, very different for me, and also different for Alex, because he was, you know, older, um, so I think getting to know each other, um, has been huge, and I would say for me, with disagreeing, for, you know, disrespect, I think I'm more of like, the talker, I want to talk about it, I want to break it down, I, I don't, I do want to process it, but it's like, I want to do it right then, and there, and now, <laughs> Alex is a little bit different. I like to process what happened, or what, you know, what's going on, and then, you know, maybe talk about it later, she's more of maybe. the, maybe, I want <laughs> she's more of the, uh, I want it resolved now, I want to talk about it now, kind of a person, and that's really not me. I'm kind of like, I, I need a minute to, to process what happened and what we're talking about to, to get everything, you know, all my feelings out and whatever we're talking about out. So that's kind of how, how that works on my end. So, And I would say, too, we are both... Um, we're both very, like, yes, Alex is chill, and I'm a little bit more outspoken, but we're both fiery individuals. Like, we <laughs> are very, very, like, passionate, so disagreements with us are, like, war, or, you know, it's, like, World War Three. Um, I would say, but one thing that kind of, one thing that is really important for us is that we more so kind of like keep it to ourselves, um, or, um, talk to like, you know, certain trusted individuals, um, but always on the forefront, like I'm never going to disrespect my husband, um, you know, in front of people or if we have those disagreements like that stuff that really stays between us mm -hmm. um and I think that's something that Alex has really taught me you know like we are a team so um and it's very important um <clears throat> you know for me and really for us you know that we always have we may have disagreements like out in public but I'm always going to support him and make sure that he doesn't feel disrespected and I would say it's vice versa for you Alex, right? I don't know. You can kind of... Yeah, I mean, I just feel like certain things, I mean, just in the world that we live in today with, you know, phones and social media and everything that's that's available to us, like, right at the tip of, you know, our hands and everything like that, I feel like we are so quick to, you know, blow up our other partner or be, you know, post something or this or that and get everybody involved and it doesn't need to be like that and I'm just so against that because I feel like that will destroy a relationship, any kind of relationship mm -hmm. quicker than anything will by getting people involved and getting people, you know, finger pointing and, you know, your friends involved, your family involved and people start taking sides and things like that. And I feel like that'll destroy anything quicker than anything in a relationship. So I, I tend to like, I'm not saying that we have to be so private and if we do need to reach out for help, that that's not a, you know, an issue, we can definitely do that, but there's a way to go about certain things as far as, you know, we, we talk about it, and if we do need to get, like, a mediator involved, someone <laughs> we trust or something like that, that's always, you know, always, you know, a thing, but I definitely just try to keep it as, you know, between me and my wife as, as, as best mm -hmm. as possible, you know, because, you know, that is something that happens where people do get too many people involved, and then it becomes a, a very, very bigger deal than I think it needs mm -hmm. to be. So. Mm -hmm. And I definitely agree with that, because sometimes, like, what you put out there kind of is the energy that's going to, like, come back to you, and whether or not right, it was right. good or bad, or if that's changed, like, it's already out there, and if you tell all these mm -hmm. people, it's like all this negative energy is out there, and the perception is already there, and it's kind of hard to change that sometimes, so yeah. I, I definitely understand um, i and think our friend group um and our family is very very um like close and tight um and they always want the best for us like 
everybody pretty much knows me and Alex are pretty crazy. Like, we're not perfect by any means. <laughs> so, um, thankfully, you know, when we do, like Alex said, when we do reach out, I am so thankful, you know, that our friend group and the supporters that we have, you know, they don't really do that catty mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. that used to be, um, that, I mean, I think a lot of, you know, a lot of people, it's just a natural reaction, you know? Right, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. And I'm not, like, no ill attention, you know, it's just kind of like... Right, exactly. And I feel like that's kind of the verbiage, too, sometimes we use as millennials. It's like, oh, you know, you deserve better. And, of course, yes, like, those are all things that are, you do deserve more, mm -hmm. but it's not, like, an ultimatum type situation. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. And, um... And you two talked about social media, and has that always been the same? Because I know that, you know, relationships go through ups and downs, um, like celebratory moments. How, what are your two's thoughts on sharing um, on social media and posting on social media? Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I think at the beginning of the relationship, I think that was more of the thing. Um, to post each other and to do all those things pretty pretty frequently. But I think as time, I'm not saying we don't do those things still, but I think as time goes on, you kind of want certain things kind of kept to yourself in your relationship. Um, you know, there's there's certain parts of my relationship that I choose not, or relationship that we choose not to put out to the public or, you know, things like that. Because, I, you know, just coming from my own, you know, my own perception of it, I just think that everything is not everybody's business, and I think um, just certain things I'd rather not have everyone know, and, and for example, like, now that, you know, we're having a kid and things like that, like, you know, I definitely don't want, you know, we've talked about this too, like, my, I don't want my son being on social media, like, the first moment my son's born, I don't think I need to post that, or, you know, I just think that, you know, I want my son to be in the world without you know, his first experience in the world shouldn't be like, oh, let me snap the picture and, and, and post it to everyone. I, you know, I kind of want that to be an intimate moment between me and my wife and my son and my family and, and things like that. So that's kind of, you know, where I where I stand on that sort of thing. So, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I and I think also to um, Alex's point is um he is very, very low-key. Me, like, I used to kind of post <laughs> a lot. Like, I post a lot of um, my life, um, but there are a lot of things that I don't show as well, and I think that's more of kind of, like, me getting older. Um, and there's no, you know, no no issues if that's what other people want to do to each his own. Get it, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I would say definitely there's certain things that are private. Um, but I also think, too, because of our careers. I mean, Alex is in sales and marketing. Um, and he also um, coaches and trains. And then I'm a therapist. And then I also work, you know, for the government. And then I also train. So I think um, that's one thing that we always really, really have to be aware of just because of our careers. Like we really can't, there's certain things that we just don't want to put out there. Um, but I do also, it's, it's a little bit difficult because I, I never want to portray, you know, a perfect life because I don't think that that's real. But I also, you know, I don't want to be on Instagram t telling all my business. <laughs> um, so it's like give or take. So I think, like, one example would be um, my pregnancy. Like, it, the first, I would say, four months had been extremely difficult for me. Like, extremely difficult. Um, and usually I'm, like, a super positive person. Um, and I didn't even want to tell my friends. I was very depressed and just, like, how am I supposed to manage this? How are we going to do it? Like, this is, you know, this is not the time. I'm, I'm a control freak, you know. Um, and so I had opened up about it just on my Instagram. Um, and I got so many people like, wow, like, I felt the same way. Like, thanks for sharing. So I was like, well, you know, that's something that's very intimate that I usually wouldn't share. But I'm like, <clears throat> I think, you know, it just... It just depends. Um, but I definitely would say we are... I'm not as private as Alex, um, but I definitely am um, more private 
than I used to be. Like I used to post all the time. <laughs> now it seems more intentional, like the why behind it yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Intentional, but also being real. Like also being real, but some things are just meant for us. Yeah, definitely. And then you talked about kind of uh, control and and maybe timelines. So how do you two kind of navigate each other's timelines? Were they always the same? Um, even as we're talking about, you know, the child that you two are expecting, like now it's a really great celebration. Did you guys both feel this way kind of uh, with every milestone? And how do you two navigate each other's timelines and um, that sort of thing? Uh, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go? I'll let you, I'll let you take them. Okay. Um, so I think that that, and many people don't know this, but that has been um, kind of one of the biggest differences in our relationship. Because Alex is two years older than me. Um, um, yes, I'm like mature and we're on our stuff. I won't say it. I cuss a lot, so I won't say that. You two are on your stuff, yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yes. On our, on, our, on our stuff. But um, we definitely have uh, different timelines. You know, I think um, the way that Alex was raised is so beautiful. And, I and like, I always talk about it with my friends, with my family. And, you know, I even think people see that. You know, like, my friends family come out here and they're like oh my god Alex and his family and you know his friends are so amazing and it's like I just wanted to blend our life so bad um because I was just like amazed by it he was like he has always been meant to be like a husband a a provider a dad um and it's so so natural for him whereas me um I was a little bit more selfish of like oh my career I want to be, you know, Alex, okay, you got an advancement in work and, like, you're on your way, you know, higher up. I want to make sure I'm on my way higher up, too. Like, I want to be a director. I want to own my own practice. Like, you know, I want us to be a team together. And But I also had a little bit more selfish tendencies. So, um, like, marriage... I thought would be a little bit later on and a child later on. And so it's like something that I've grown into. And then also having to understand, like, I have, like, the man of my dreams. And yes, there's, you know, there's never a perfect time for things. But also understanding that it's not um, (laughs) always in my control. Mm. You know, it's... (laughs) So that's something that I'm learning. Um, So I think that that has been... Uh, you know, when I got pregnant, it was like complete shock. We had been talking about, you know, this is my final year of grad school. Um, Alex's career is really taking off and he's doing another thing with coaching that could lead into, you know, his own entity and, and I want to do my own practice and, and do training on my own. And then us do, you know, a whole training part and maybe moving away, you know, for a couple of years, like all of these things that we have wanted to do because the last couple of years it's been like we moved here, we bought our condo, like we're just trying to like make that bread and, you know, stay low mm-hmm. and then like kind of do what we need to do. So it was it was hard for me to get engaged, get married, plan this wedding and then um, you know, get pregnant. It was it was definitely very very hard for me to come to terms with and I'm and I'm so so happy now I mean I couldn't even I couldn't imagine my life without you know my husband or in bringing this new bundle of joy but it was definitely um I would say more difficult to me uh, for me I I agree with that in, in certain aspects you know just for me Growing up in, in a different environment than, than Alicia did, you know, my, like I said, um, a little bit about my father, he was, you know, my dad was the best man I could have ever, you know, imagined to, to look up to, but never knew his father was the oldest of all his, of all his brothers, and, you know, not knowing what marriage looked like to him, you know, growing up, he never saw anything like that, so to do what he was able to do by, you know, you know, Raising me and my brother and providing for my brother and I and my mother and doing all the things that he did, not know, not even having a good example of what any of that looked like, you know, was, was a big thing for me because I was like, you know, 
even though, you know, my parents, like I said, my, my dad was the best provider. He was a great father. He was everything that a father is supposed to be, but there's some things that he just wasn't good at. And he wasn't, you know, the best husband. I'm not saying he, he didn't do anything crazy or anything like that, but he just didn't know what he was supposed to do in certain situations. Cause he never had anybody to look up to and, and things like that. So, um, that kind of trickled onto me as far as like, you know, I strive to be better than my father and aspects like that, you know, as far as, um, being a good husband and, 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 you know, giving my wife what she needs and things like that. Um, and I know that, you know, Alicia, like I, like she said, she does like to kind of be in control of certain things and, you know, kind of like, what if this happens and, you know, how are we going to do this? And, and I, you know, I've tried to, you know, and we've gotten a lot better at this, you know, help her out with like, you know, there's certain things that, you know, we can't control. Like yeah. there's just, you know, certain aspects of life that we, you know, we do what we can and, you know, we kind of have to just kind of let the chips fall. They may, you know, there's things that we can't always have a hundred percent control of. And, and, you know, that's, that's a big thing because, you know, especially with like COVID and things going on, there's a lot of un unknowns that we can't, you know, really control. So we just kind of have to take each day as, as it comes and try to do, you know, the best we can and, and navigate through it. So, um, I think that's been, one thing we've had to work on and, and, and kind of get through, but, um, yeah, as far as the, the marriage and everything like that, I think I was a little more ready than she was. Like I said, we're two years, two years apart, but, um, the kid was definitely, like you said, it was a shock to both of us. That was not something that was, that was not something that was, uh, like, Oh, we're planning on having a kid now. So let's go ahead and do that. That was we're having a kid. So what do we, you know, what's the next steps? What do we do from, what do we go from here? So, that's been kind of how, and like she said, you know, it was a little confusing and um, crazy at first to kind of take in. But I think, you know, now that it's becoming more real, you know, you know, we just found out that we're having a, it's, it's a boy. And I think everything like that is making it so much more uh, better for us. And, you know, we're taking it in and we have, you know, great support systems around us with family and friends. So we're not in this alone. And I feel really blessed that we, have the the support systems that we do because i don't know what we would do with, without the guidance of you know our family and friends in, in a time like this mm -hmm. so. and and i think um just one thing i want to add to about alex is he is like me i'm like ooh, shine shine on i think that alex a lot of times he doesn't he's not like into a bunch of attention but i think that another thing is that um like the men in Alex's family are probably the in black men because there is such a stigma on black men that I cannot even oh it's so <clears throat> we're both black I mean I'm mixed but we're both black we're gonna have a black son um and I think that that is you know that's always been conversations in our home so I think that it's so beautiful to see um with Alex's family you know all of these black men um, being, you know, making sure that the stigma is not what it is perceived. Um, and so I think that that is so beautiful. Um, I think that's like beautiful because hearing that Alex, you're saying that you, you recognize that your dad didn't really get to experience all the love and affection and those things because he was busy being kind of a father figure and, and being mm -hmm. kind of a provider for his younger siblings you saw that and you're like, okay, these are kind of areas that I want to focus on myself because I noticed that he wasn't able to do that. And maybe I didn't learn some of those things from him. And right. so I think that's great. And maybe other people in your family are learning from you, which I think is beautiful. So. No, that's, that's, that's pretty accurate. What you said, you know, how I feel and how I, you know, looked at the situation, how I handled the situation, you know, um, growing up, seeing those kind of things and, you know, trying to just be better um, in the marriage aspect um, than my father was. Um, and, you know, like I said, I, you know, with the kid coming along, I just hope and pray that I can be as, you know, half, half the father that he was, you know, I, I wish I could, I just pray I can be half the father to my child that he was to me. And you mentioned, uh, so I was actually reading this book called The Mastery of Love. 
um, by the same guy from the Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz, I think. And so he talked about kind of like expectations and sometimes expectations can come from fears and insecurities and trauma. And they happen a lot with like expectations um, in relationships. And how do you two kind of navigate each other's insecurities and fears? That's like kind of, shoot, that's kind of a hard one. <laughs> do you want to go first? <laughs> um, that is tough, but as far as navigating through insecurities and things and expectations, I mean, I think we sometimes put more on our, you know, more expectations on our plate than, than sometimes we have to, um, just because of, once again, the world we live in, I think we, we see a lot, you know, we're exposed to a lot on social media or whatever, just, you know, in, the, in our everyday experience, I think we're exposed to just certain things that we think we have to be, or our relationship has to look like, um, just like I said on social media, we start, see certain couples and we're like, oh, we should, we have to be like this, or our relationship has to be like this, and if it's not, then we need to fix it so it looks like that, and I feel like that is kind of a misleading thing because, yeah, you want your relationship to be great, and you want your relationship to evolve and things like that, but everybody's relationship is different, whether they show it or not. You know, everyone's relationship goes through different things that we'll never know about. So, like, seeing those people on social media and things like that, I have no idea what goes on behind closed doors at their home or in the relationship. Even though it might seem like, you know, everything's great on the outside, I have no idea what really happened. Just like people might see things, you know, on social media about me and my relationship, they don't know what happens, you know, behind closed doors all the time. So... I think those expectations of just like feeling like you have to, your relationship has to be perfect or that, you know, it has to be a certain kind of way or a certain, you know, it has to be like a certain relationship that you've seen or uh, been around um, is, can be a very, very tricky thing. And I feel like it could be almost like, it could be very, it can, it can destroy relationships, I think. Mm -hmm. and, and at certain times, just because like, that is an unrealistic expectation in my eyes just to be like, you know what? Well, I want our relationship to be better, but like, if it's not that you want it to be better for you know, ourselves, or is it because you want it to be better because you saw something or you saw another couple and you think that that's how it should be. Mm. It's like, I just don't, I don't necessarily believe in that just because everybody's dynamics and the relationships is, is different. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more. I think that one thing um, about me and Alex is like, we're going to do what we want to do regardless. Like, not keeping up with the Joneses, not like, you know, doing what other people are doing. You know, we are doing what we want for our relationship and what works with us. And regardless of, you know, anybody else um that includes family close friends acquaintances you know like we do what works for us um like alex said earlier you know we go through seasons we're evolving we're changing um and allowing each other to go through those things but also showing each other grace like me and alex know what type of people we are we <laughs> know you know that we're both pretty like crazy and <laughs> wild and we're very like I'm very, very passionate. Um, and once people get to know Alex, once he lets them in, like he is similar on that level. Um, so I, I couldn't agree more with Alex. Like we don't really be, we do, we do not compare ourselves. So I think that's the biggest thing about insecurities. Um, and then also just like, we really trust each other. Um, and we also let each other like like you know we have our own friends we have our friends together we you know we try to like I go on girls trips he goes on guys trips you know and then we're a unit together um I think that that's huge like trust that communication um and understanding each other and I'm also understanding like we're young 26 and 28 you know come on now we have so much life to live and I love hearing that you said 
you to do your own thing and also have like autonomy of your own. And so I'm curious, like a lot, that's a big fear for a lot of people getting into relationships. It's like, I want my own autonomy. I still want to do the things that I do. I still want to be my own person. And so did you two ever, um, has it always been like that where it was okay to be so yourselves and have different lives? Or is that something that you guys kind of grew into and realized that it's important to have autonomy? I think it's definitely something that we grew into. Mm-hmm. Um, just being, I think with maturity and, and things like that, that that's what, how we kind of, we grew into that. Um, just being older and, you know, experiencing different things makes you realize that, you know, there's still, you know, it's still okay to, you know, have your own time or do your own thing, you know, not saying that we're not together or we're not a unit or anything that, that that's not the case because we are, but you know, like for example, like, you know, there's times where, you know, she's not particularly in the mood to do something, which is perfectly fine. And, and vice versa, there's times where I don't feel like doing something that she might want to do, but she's still, you know, going to do it because she wants to do it and, and, and do her own thing. That's perfectly fine. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're allowed to, you know, feel our certain ways and, you know, still do our, our certain things that, you know, even if the significant other doesn't want to do. So, mm-hmm. you know, cause she's, she's more of an outgoing type. Like she likes to do a lot and busy you know, body. And go, go, yeah. Busy body, go here, there and everywhere. And I'm kind of that. like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the other spectrum. I'm like kind of more of a homebody to say some, sometimes I just like to, you know, just, I'm really, really chill. Like I just like to, but it doesn't take a whole lot to keep me entertained. Like if someone was like, you want to come over and watch TV? Like that is perfectly cool with me. Like I have no problem with that. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty even kill. Like I'm just, you know, I go along with the flow and you know, that's okay that, you know, we're different in that aspect, but I think that still allows us to be ourselves and, you know, still do the things that we like to enjoy, um, whether that be together or sometimes, you know, solo. So I think that's, that's still okay. Like yeah. every, everything that Alex said is very, very true. Like we, we know who each other are. Um, and that doesn't mean we're always accepting of that. Cause we still, we, we still got issues with that. Because, um, but I definitely like autonomy is huge. I mean, especially, you know, he is his own person outside of me and I am my, I am an own, my own self, you know, outside of our marriage as well. Um, and I think that's very, very important. I mean, because, especially because we have, um, you know, a child on the way, I think, you know, like our happiness to build, you know, and make sure that our child sees that our son needs to see that and so a key to our happiness is having autonomy you know and I think um just like the no judgment of like yeah I mean I always joke I'm like you're such a homebody unless it's like you know your three really close friends or your family and me it's like I'm very very like COVID has been very hard for me like I I love to I mean I talk all day (laughs) with people at my job you know I coordinate I plan I do so many different things and then school and then you know training and then Alex you know he's in sales so he does a lot of talking too and then he coaches and then but when he (laughs) gets home or he you know he needs the like he needs to be chill me I want to keep going and also I think that's a big thing too um, understanding that, like, I, Alex is teaching me, you know, I don't need to be doing something all the time. Um. Yeah, I think, um, you know, to go along with that's that's true, you know, I'm very, and it's nothing against anybody, I just, you know, sometimes, like, when you come in, you just, like, you need your time to decompress and, 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 and kind of settle in, because it's been a long day, you've done a lot, you've had to do what you had to do for your for your career but like sometimes when you come home you just want to be like you know what this is my place of peace where i can come and decompress and and that's that you know and that's kind of what i typically do and you know i try you know and i know my wife is who she is and and that's and i love her for that but that is some you know where we kind of 
you know, defer on, on that, on that stage. Cause you know, she's, she's likes to go, 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 go. And I think the pregnancy has kind of helped, helped her. Like, see, like she can't do that because she will make herself sick. And I'm like, you cannot do that to yourself regardless. I just feel like, you know, pregnant or not, you know, I feel like she sometimes does so much. to like over like a month span that like, Sometimes she just runs herself in the ground and then she's just like so exhausted where she can't do anything. Like she can't even like barely get up to go to work because she's just so spent. And I'm just like, mm. you, I, I don't want you to put that kind of, you know, mileage or stress on your body because that's not good. We're the point where you're just completely burnt out where you can't do absolutely anything. So, you know, trying to like find that balance. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like you two kind of tried to balance each other out and, not even balance each other out, but kind of look out for each other and maybe say things like, you know, only in the best way possible, you know, you know that she's an extrovert and likes to go, 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 but that also can have negative effects on her and like calling that out and saying like, Hey, maybe you need to calm down a little bit just because I've seen this happen and you get burnt out or, and then maybe she's like, you know, like let's go out and do things and get you to do things that maybe you typically wouldn't like, necessarily choose to do yeah 100 percent. i 100 percent. i would agree with that because even like sometimes you know and and i love that she's this way like she always wants to do stuff rather like you know her friends (laughs) call her she does stuff (laughs) like you know like her friends will call her and like i can tell she doesn't want to do it and i'm just like it's okay to tell them that you're tired and that you don't want to go like they're not going to hate you or be like oh we're not friends anymore like we're not you know we're not in elementary school where people do that like we're we're grown people like with 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 wives and you know jobs and things like that cuz you know there's times where like you'll get invited somewhere and and you can tell she just burnt out and needs probably to just chill and rest but she'll still say yes and i'm like hey you don't have to do that like you know just trying to get her to see that it's okay to to say no to those things and and there's like the good part is that because i'm always like talking to my friends like alex is like dang like he's like i don't want to be talking like how you talk to your friends you talk for hours like he always (laughs) he's always like oh my gosh like well i think that's different too just with men and women like i think women typically talk (laughs) on the phone for the majority of the part like they they i mean with my friends like guys like it's pretty you know unless there's something really important that we need to talk about and it's kind of like, all right, you know, I'll talk to you soon. Like, it's not, we're not really, like, going into every aspect of, of life of what's going on unless it's, like, you know, super important that we need to talk about. And it's like, all right, you need my help or you need to talk to me about something. Then then it's like, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, let's talk. But if it's just a really, you know, chill conversation, it's pretty, pretty quick. You know, <laughs> but I, I will say to keep it 100, you know, what kind of you were, May, you were saying, just kind of, um, you know, re- reframing and rephrasing what kind of we do for each other and how we support each other. I mean, it's not always, I'm going to be real, it's not always in the nicest way. Like, we're pretty aggressive with each other <laughs> with those things. Like, you know, like Alex loves to tell me, like, chill out and always be like, you know, you're mute, like, get up and do, you know, so that, that's a real, real part of it. You know, we're, we're working on being a little bit more gentle with each other with that. But that, I would say, right, Al, like, that's a real part of it. We're, like, very, we're very, very honest yeah. with each other and, like, a little bit aggressive. Not a lot aggressive. <laughs> but I love hearing that because it's, like, it's not yeah. always, like, oh, you know, you, you take me out of my shell or you tell me the best for me. <laughs> and it's, like, it's not always those type of conversations, you know, like, we don't all talk like that. It's, like, yeah, hey, like get up or like oh stop you know like I think that's it's very real and it's always like a work in progress it's not always like soft roses and you know pillows and all that stuff it's always like it's a very real conversations you two are having with each other but they may be hurtful or like may take you aback but you're like okay this is all coming from a place of like love and you're not 
coming with like malice or animosity yeah, or absolutely. something like that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's the biggest part that we fail to see mm-hmm. sometimes, like even though it comes off as being Yeah, we're no joke. <laughs> aggressive or hard or like it's not because I'm trying to be, you know, but for better words, an <laughs> asshole. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be like put you down or anything. I'm just trying to show you I love you, but I also gotta I gotta check you know pour to you straight. Like you need to stop. You gotta, <laughs> yeah. you gotta stop. Like this is not how things work. Like you gotta chill. Like and it's not because I I'm being mean or anything. It's because I love you. So I but I, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Like I'm not gonna lie to you and and have you thinking it's okay when it's not. And so. I, I feel like I definitely need a man like, like that. I, it's good that I have a very strong man like that that lets me be me, but also is like, uh, get your sh- together, you know, like, come on now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I mean, he really says that like every other day, honestly. <laughs> People who know us or know how we are, our friends and things like that, see us and, or they'll be like, you know, just jokingly, even sometimes, like, they just know how Alicia is, and how she's go, 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 and this is this, and all over the place, like, how do you, how do you, how do you manage that, you know, talking to me, and I'm just like, you know, this is, I'm kind of set, I'm used to it, and I kind of, this is what I signed up for, kind of, you like, this is, this is what the, this is what it requires, and I'm like, it honestly doesn't even phase me, like, anymore, it's just, that's just normal life for me, you know what I mean, so, it doesn't really even make me flutter at all. Like I'm just I'm just there. I'm like it doesn't bother me. It doesn't change me. It just like I'm just like this is this is everyday life. It doesn't bother me at all. It's just like yep. Your your favorite word it, to tell you know. me is no, but that's okay. <laughs> the artist you know, saying no. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I'm like, dang, you yeah, just come on, yeah. just please no, Mm-mm, no. I'm like man, okay. <laughs> But I mean, that's yeah. like the you know, the, the boundaries and like the honesty, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's like the important part. And so I I love hearing like the genuine uh like parts of it because delivery is not always perfect or, <laughs> or soft or and nope. and so that it speaks to that it's not always like that. And so it's it's very real, very authentic, and like you said, social media can make it all sound like very lovey dovey and perfect and that everyone's out there going on vacations and, mm-hmm. and surprising each other and like showering <laughs> each other with like love and gifts. But it's, it, it can't be those things, but also a whole lot of other things. So kind of like to wrap it up and kind of like my last question is, do you two, I've been asking everyone, do you two believe in, in love at first sight? Do you believe in fate? And do you believe in soulmates? And, and you can kind of each speak to how you, what your thoughts on that are. <clears throat> I, honestly, I believe, um, you know, anything is possible. So I've never encountered love at first sight, but I do think other people can. Um, I do think there's so many other factors and I don't want to get like clinical, but there's so many other factors um, that go into love. Um, And there's different types of love. There's different stages of love. um, And there's different things that go in line with love. Um, but it, but I won't get too clinical. <laughs> um, and then I, I do believe in soulmates. I think also like that's our faith too for Alex and I, um, God and huge proponent of that. Um, and I think that soulmates is something that is so, so deep and real and pure. Um, I think that that's huge for me, you know, to understand my soul, to understand me. And um, I think there's soulmates within friends as well. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty like deep with all of that stuff. So I, I definitely agree with that. And then what was the third one? I'm sorry, May. Oh, just fate, soulmates, love at first sight. Um, like, what are your thoughts? Yes, I, I think you touched. Yeah, I do. I do believe in fate. I think that everything happens for a reason, and I and I say that to people, but I also hate when people say that to me. Um, but I think it. I think it's so true. I think that there's so many lessons um, to be taught within that, and to go back and understand, like, okay, you know what, maybe that purpose wasn't for me, and I think I, you know, I, I speak 
to friends and family all the time and clients, you know, about understanding their fate um, and their focus and, you know, what was the, what is to be learned from this experience. Um, But I too, myself, am like constantly evaluating my marriage, my relationships, my family, my career, myself on a personal level. So I think that like fate is huge um, and soulmates is kind of a part of that, if that makes sense. Kind of who do I align with? in all these different phases of life. Well, the first side is the thing. I'm not saying that's for everyone, obviously, you know, that's, that's different, but, um, it's, I think it's possible. Um, I think anything's possible, so I'm not going to shut that down, but, um, I'm not saying that was, you know, our, our kind of, uh, first, first love first. I don't think that was ours, but it's possible. Um, and I think just like, uh, relationships go. Um, I, I, I don't shut anything down because um, I think that I know I like to go everything. Anything's possible. I don't want to tell people that, you know, that that's not true or that can't happen because, you know, who am I to say that that's not, you know, a real thing or that that didn't happen in someone's life or someone's relationships. So, um, and I just think for us, you know, you know, definitely being we're we're definitely different in a lot of ways and we definitely view things a a lot of different ways and um but i also think that we have a lot of um similarities and we connect on a a lot of different things um that you know a lot of people who get to Mm -hmm. this point don't and i think we we see a lot of things the same ways and and we tend to um get along for the most part, you know, with everything. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it becomes a new factor. I think when, what people realize when you are with someone and then you actually decide mm-hmm. to move in with someone, I think that's a, a thing that people don't really know or see because yeah, it's, it's cool. And, you know, you can be in a relationship with someone and then you can, you know, be like, all right, I'm going home I'm going to my house. You're going to your house. That's, you know, that's cool, but like when you're like with someone and you're in, a, in it and you're in the same house, that's where you'll see everything. And that's kind of, that's the telltale sign of like, can I really be with this person? Because you see everything. You see them when they get up in the morning, the first thing, you see how they act, you know, throughout the day in the house, you see them, how just everything, how they, are they clean? Are they dirty? Things like that. I mean, you get to see everything. And I think that's a big, you know, contributing factor to relationships, you know, being in this like 100% and not, you know, like, Oh, I can just leave and go to my house and I'll see you later. It's kind of like, Nope, we're, we both live here. So we gotta, gotta, we gotta figure this out together. So. Yeah. You can't just be like, well, bye, you know, this is, (laughs) Yeah, well, <laughs> it's good for me now. Okay. Can't really do exactly, exactly. You can't really do that. So. Hashtag Black Love. We always want to support Black Love. <laughs> um, thank you two for joining the podcast. This was so lovely. Uh, I loved hearing your two perspectives and and just like all the things that you guys have shared. So thank you so much for joining the episode and the podcast. Thank, no, thank you, you for, for having us. Having us. It's an it. honor, and I love your podcast.